What are we calling this? The Free Cheese and Hot Sauce Podcast. Nightingales. Buckies or bookies? And I'm just trying to do better than I use. Speaking of crows. It's a kind of shame that you really just can't describe. No thoughts, chaps, no thoughts. All right. Hey, what is going on, internet people? You are listening to Free Cheese and Hot Sauce, the Chicago Bulls podcast. Uh, Today we are doing a, well, there is no we, just me again. Hi. It's uh, been a while since we've been intimate like this internet. Anyway, the uh, Bulls going up against the Memphis Grizzlies. The Bulls coming in at 16-9 and after beating the Knicks in a game where Jimmy Butler kind of reminded us that he can be the guy when uh, when Derek isn't playing. And uh, the Grizzlies are at 21-4 and right now, which uh, I knew they'd be good. I didn't know they'd be this good. The Grizzlies are uh, kind of kind of terrifying at the moment they've got they seem to have it all a lot like monte uh they're coming off of a win in just an incredible overtime game against the spurs uh if you got a chance to watch that that one was really fun <clears throat> oh i gotta clear my throat anyways starting lineups for the bulls kirk heinrich assuming derrick rose doesn't make the trip down to memphis jimmy butler mike dunleavy Paul gasol and joakim noah for the Grizzlies, we have Mike Conley Jr., who's having just a career year right now. Courtney Lee, kind of in the same boat. Tony Allen, getting a little bit older, but uh, he can still defend. Gets a lot of steals, that Tony Allen. Zach Randolph and the other Gasol, Mark Gasol, at center. Uh, injuries real quick. Tosh Gibson is questionable. He is traveling with the team. Rose is not, so we could see Taj. It would be really, really nice to. Uh, no real word on that yet. Obviously, Doug McDermott is out. I'm probably going to stop saying that for about a month until it's actually possible that he'll be back. Uh, no major injuries for the Grizzlies. They've actually done a really good job of staying healthy this year. I think that's kind of one of the reasons why they've been so good, especially since seemingly everyone in the league is hurt. Uh, I know recently Kawhi Leonard and Lance Stevenson are hurt for just a few games, but still, big players uh, not playing. Anyway, like I was saying during the starting lineups, Conley, Randolph, Gasol, and Lee have been downright unstoppable lately. Like, Courtney Lee is... People don't think about Courtney Lee a whole lot. He is, uh, he, first of all, the Grizzlies are 55 and 18 when he plays, which is, um, I mean, that's an incredible record for a guy on one team. Uh, he's shooting 54% from the field and 55% from three. That's second in the NBA. Uh, actually, those stats are maybe a little bit old, but he's shooting in that wheelhouse. Uh, yeah, I said wheelhouse for once. Uh, and even without those guys, Tony Allen, he is still possibly the best one-on-one defender in the league. I mean, you could make an argument very clearly for Jimmy Butler. Uh, there are a few other guys who fit that bill, but Tony Allen is definitely one of those classic wing defenders, uh, doesn't do much as far as scoring, but he distributes the ball okay. I mean, he's their fifth option, so 
he's not really looking to score, but he is a huge defender, so that'll be probably tough for Jimmy Butler, who was guarded by, like, Tim Hardaway and Travis Ware last night. Um, <clears throat> even though I like to think Jimmy will still be hot, he was incredible against the Knicks, um, and I wouldn't be surprised if he kept that going, but it will definitely be harder against the Grizzlies than the Knicks for so many painfully obvious reasons. Uh... One reason I think it might be more difficult is the lack of, or the supposed lack of Derrick Rose. He's, um, he was sick, I don't know with what, so I don't know, like, if it's the flu and he'll be out for a week or whatever. He was out yesterday, though. Uh, Tibbs said that he's not traveling with the team. He can if he feels up to it on his own, but that seems unlikely just because... I don't know, if he's not traveling with the team, it just, I don't see him making the trip after a back-to-back -back already deciding that he's not going to play. It seems like they already know he's not going to be in. Uh, and him not playing really allows the Grizzly to dictate matchups, because as we all know, Derrick Rose creates a ton of mismatches. He forces guys to play where they don't want to play. He pulls guys off of their men. Uh, without him, the Grizzlies will sort of be able to choose who guards who and with this is one of the rare games where the Bulls seem like they're the outmatched team I mean Marc Gasol is arguably better than Joakim Noah he's definitely healthier right now uh Zach Randolph and Pau Gasol I let's call that a wash there I mean they've both been great uh they play entirely differently though and I'm not sure that uh Gasol will be able to match his strength down low, and it's not like he could really switch to guarding his brother because he's another guy who is just an absolute brute in the paint. Um, and it's for that reason that I think yeah, Nico's going to really have to step up, especially if Taj doesn't play, which seems very possible. Uh, especially for Nico, he's going to have to knock down the three, which he's been doing a really good job of doing. Um, but the Grizzlies' bench big men aren't anything spectacular. I mean, they aren't bad. It's uh, John Luer and Costa Kufas get most of those minutes. Uh, there are a couple other guys who might move over. They might play Tayshawn Prince at the power forward every now and then. I don't really know. I don't get a chance to watch the Grizzlies all that much. But their uh, big guys aren't exactly perimeter defenders, so if Nico can use his speed and his shooting ability, I think he'll be able to create mismatches and uh, give the Bulls the needed scoring that they will definitely need without Rose in the lineup and uh, with Jimmy Butler being guarded by someone who is actually a defender. Um, <laughs> speaking of people off of Memphis's bench, uh, Vince Carter and Tayshaun Prince, people who... Most of us probably thought would have been retired by now. They're not. They're still big contributors on a contending team. Uh, those are two of the guys who transitioned from star to role player like it was nothing. And they're, uh, they've been huge. I mean, they're not particularly flashy scorers in the way that they used to be, but they contribute in big ways. Vince Carter knocks down just a ton of threes. Uh, I think the other night he had like six threes. I mean, I'm kind of pulling the number out of my ass, which is uh, sort of how we do the podcast, but he's capable of really killing the Bulls. So if you forget about guys when they come off the bench, it they are one of those teams where they're just as deep as the Bulls and they can beat us with their bench. Um, 
I wouldn't say that their bench is quite as good as the Bulls, but with the number of injuries that the Bulls have right now, they're probably even, if not better than Chicago. So um, they're going to have to really look out for that because there are a lot of ways that Memphis can beat them. Uh, the Bulls do have a chance, though. I mean, they're coming off of a back-to-back, -back, which is never good, and when you have to travel the night before, that adds even more into it. Uh, but the Grizzlies haven't exactly been, like, they haven't been playing easy teams lately. They're probably in a four-game stretch that you could argue is the hardest four games that any team will have to play all year. They went from playing Golden State to San Antonio. Tonight they're playing the Bulls, and then Sunday they're playing the Cavs. Those are four of the top ten, you could argue, even possibly top five no probably not top five but in that area um and that's a tough schedule so they might be a little beat but they did have a day off uh but they still you know it's not like they're coming in fresh it's still gonna be a uh, tough game however the bulls will need to actually play a full game if they want to win no third quarter slump crap or just kind of coasting in the second half like they kind of did against the Knicks. Uh, you can't get behind big like the Bulls like to in the first and just play from behind into the fourth quarter and hope to win then. Uh, the Grizzlies are way too good defensively to even hope to do that against them. You have to play with them the whole way through or you are not going to beat them. Uh, and another thing, they're really going to have to work for their boards because Saul and Randolph are big and mean down low. And the Bulls have, at times, they've really improved it recently, but at times they've been kind of passive on the boards, which you just, you know, you can't do against these guys. These are, this is arguably the best big man combo in the league. Obviously, again, you could make a case for Gasol and Noah, or, you know, if you want to look at the group as a whole, you could say that the Bulls have a better group. Um, I'm trying to think of who might be better than those two right now. Um, drawing a blank right now, kind of early. Uh, just had breakfast, actually. It was a toaster strudel. Uh, I'm vamping because I lost my notes. Anyway, they also got a limit turnovers. I say it every time. Uh, I say rebounds every time, too. But it's kind of a big deal, especially since Mike Conley is really good at finding guys in transition. Courtney Lee can spot up. Uh, when Vince Carter is on the floor, he can still run occasionally. Um, so yeah, they have to do that. Uh, I think we'll need a really good game from Micah Dunleavy just because of, I think that, I think Jimmy Butler is going to be the Grizzlies' focus defensively, and if that's the case, they will put Tony Allen on him. I think that'll happen anyway. So if that's the case, that leaves Courtney Lee to guard Mike Dunleavy, and that is, I mean, they're both good players, but Courtney Lee isn't. I mean, he's a good defender, but he's not uh, hes not quite big enough, I don't think, to guard Dunleavy, so Dunleavy might be able to go into the post against him. He'll have more open shots just because of that extra height. Um, it'll be easier to get separation. I'm sure he'll be running off screens and whatnot, as he always is. Um, I also think we'll need a big game from Nico. I already kind of brought that up. But I think if they can do that. I think if they can get a solid contribution from Nico and someone else off the bench, I'm going to assume it's Aaron Brooks just because that's been the other guy off of the bench. Um, 
I think everyone in the starting lineup is going to have to show up. None, none of this Kirk Heinrich shooting 0 for 9 garbage. None of... I mean, no one else has really been... The Bulls have been good this year. I don't know why I'm all negative right now. They had a good win yesterday. Regardless, though, um, as far as predictions go, I'm just going to jump right into that since I have no one else to throw to. Uh, I think that the Bulls will lose this one. Uh, I went back and forth on this a lot, but it just... It seems like a game that the Bulls will lose, but they have a very good chance to win. I think it'll come down to the last few minutes, but... I'm guessing there will be a bit of a lid on the basket later in the game, um, especially if you look at how they were running things later against the Knicks, who, as I mentioned, aren't exactly a great defensive team, but they weren't getting particularly great shots. It just happened to be that Jimmy Butler was making everything he put up, and Aaron Brooks found Pau Gasol at the right time, and the Knicks allowed like three offensive rebounds in a row. They really didn't deserve the win late. I mean, they played better throughout, but they didn't win in the fourth quarter. They just kind of happened to be playing the Knicks. So you can't do that. The Grizzlies will... I mean, they'll defend you better. They won't run off of Kirk Heinrich for no reason. They'll just... They'll play you the way they're supposed to play. So the Bulls will have to actually get good shots late in the game. If they do that, I think they can win. I just don't know if they will uh, be able to without Derek on the floor. I know what I said about Jimmy Butler before at the beginning, and I've contradicted myself yet again, but the Grizzlies are better than the Bulls without Derek Rose, I think, pretty easily. So... It's a very long pause, I... But I think the Bulls ultimately do drop this one. I think it'll be down to the wire. But I just... The Grizzlies have been so hot. They're healthy. They're doing everything right right now. And it's at home where they've won most of their games. They've won most of their games, period. But still, this will be a very tough game. And I'm not sure the Bulls will pull it out. I think it's possible, but I wouldn't expect it. Bowl of the game? Uh, I've actually got two. If they win... Nikola Mirotic, because I think if they win, he will have to be integral. If they lose, Jimmy Butler will be the guy, just because uh, he's been our most consistent guy all around, and I think he's leading the team in both of the games. It's either him or Gasol, I'm guessing. So, yeah, Nico in a win, Butler in a loss. That's a prediction. And uh, I suppose that's the podcast, so... It's time for me to start plugging things. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Bulls for Cheese. Check us out on Facebook. Just search for the podcast and you'll find us. I'm sure you can uh, navigate the internet. Uh, check out the subreddit, chicagobulls.reddit.com. That's where we take all of our comments. We post all of our stuff. Uh, check out the website, freecheeseandhotsauce.com. Uh, that's, again, where you'll find everything. Articles, pregames, podcasts, anything extra that we might do. Uh, what else? What else? Stitcher, Pocket Casts, leave us reviews on iTunes. Do that. Uh, it's always nice to get reviews and ratings and whatnot. And, you know, even if you think uh, my love of Nikola Mirotic is misplaced, you know, you could still throw us like two or three stars. I don't mind. I, uh, I'll take what I can get at this point. It makes me feel good about myself, gives me a sense of validation. Anyway... I think that's about all I have to say. I'm My throat is starting to get very dry. I've been talking for 16 minutes straight. 
So I'm just going to say drive home safely, Internet. Beep, beep.